0: Hey guys, and welcome back to another series of the boring shit you need to know in business. I'm Amy Bajada, and I'm excited because this series, there's going to be more topics, more conversation, and some amazing business owners to share this time with. So let's jump in. Welcome back to another episode, my friends. I am so incredibly grateful that you are here. First up, before I jump into this episode, because there is so much I want to unpack today, just a friendly reminder that if you haven't already, be sure to go and follow my podcast and hit the little bell button for notifications so that you can get alerts when any new episode drops. Okay, enough of the admin. Let's jump in. What if I told you that the lack of growth in your business, or perhaps even the lack of ability to turn a profit or much of a profit may not only be the result of mismanaged financial information, but may in fact be the result of a deep-seated block within you. I know, you might think I've gone crazy, right? Now, what if I told you that those same blocks may present themselves in the form of emotions, beliefs, mindsets, habits, perhaps your relationship with money, or even your environment. Does that make a little bit more sense? I hope so. (laughs) So let's go back a moment. I want to kick off this conversation by prefacing it and saying that I am a big believer that any type of growth or profit in a business doesn't solely happen through manifestation, nor through luck alone. I don't believe in that. I believe that it is hard work being in business and it's in that space of hard work, skill set and knowledge about running a business that you're going to find any successful business. That's where you'll find them. Define success any way you want to when we're talking like this. And you'll still find it placed smack bang within that pod of hard work, skill set, and knowledge. And I stand by that, not in manifestation and not in luck. I stand by hard work, skill set, and knowledge. But what I also believe to be true is that there are many blocks, underlying blocks, that prevent us from realizing our true potential and even more so having a positive relationship with our money in so many different forms, in so many different ways for everybody. So in today's episode, I wanted to talk a little bit about each of these blocks and the types of blocks they are and how they can prevent us from realizing our potential financially in our businesses and ways to not only identify these blocks, but address them and move forward. Because the truth is that solving these blocks may not be as complicated as it first seems. To truly start to address the blocks, it is important to understand that you need to go way back in most cases to be able to build a solid foundation for which you can rebuild your strength to move forward. To do this... It is without a doubt imperative that you take some time to identify which block in particular is hindering you the most and then take steps to address them. In an attempt to identify the blocks themselves that may be hindering you, you need to first understand two things and that is that each and every one of us has a fixed and a growth mindset. The fixed mindset that we have is as it suggests. It's fixed to a belief that we may have that we are convinced without any uncertainty that we cannot change. It's almost like we don't know life without it. And our growth mindset is the part of our brain that is convinced that we can grow and we can change. They battle each other, I'm sure, on a daily basis. These two mindsets are part of who we are. It's how we choose to train our growth mindset to be the stronger mindset that will make a significant difference when trying to move these blocks in our relationship with money. But if I may, for a moment, go back to some of the blocks and the way they present themselves in our world to discuss this a little further Relative to these two mindsets. But I want to focus in on beliefs and relationship with money in particular for creating and removing blocks. I wanted to isolate these two in particular because I believe they are linked to everything else that we talked about. So I think they're linked to emotions like fear and envy and guilt, sadness, and so many more. I think they're linked to our habits like spending unnecessarily or our inability to save or manage money, or even identify assets that will generate revenue for our business. And of course, I think they're linked to these mindsets, which are all of those. So honing in on beliefs and relationships is where I kind of want to place us right now throughout this discussion. Beliefs and relationships lull us into this safety zone where the limiting beliefs convince and protect us From making stupid decisions and they assist us in the judgment of what we perceive to be right and wrong. Right there, that's our comfort zone because it tells us this is the smartest place for us to be. And these beliefs are created, like I said earlier, mainly in our childhood and they actually become part of our identity. That's why they keep us feeling safe because we've lived with them throughout our lives, all of our lives. But they can hold us back from moving forward and going after what we want, especially in an environment that is unfamiliar to us, like starting out in or moving through various phases in business. How many times have you either said or heard someone in business say, numbers aren't their thing, I'm not good at maths, never was, so this is something I just don't get? Well, I can tell you, without a doubt, Almost 99% of business owners that I have worked with tell me this about themselves. Even on my discovery call with a business owner, it's literally the first response from them when I ask them, why have they sought the help of a financial coach or the help of me? They have this limiting belief that they aren't good at numbers because they may have struggled at maths at one point in their schooling days. But was it that they weren't good at maths or not interested or so they used to the comfort of their belief system to continue to convince themselves that numbers just aren't their thing? Further to this, as business owners now, I'm assuming you're not in school anymore, that you may have actually grown somewhat, learned a few other things about life along the way. In essence, the point I'm trying to make here is that your situation is different And it's in these types of beliefs that can manifest an additional identity with our relationship with money even. But that's just one aspect that may be creating this relationship. As children, we would have watched our parents manage money very differently to the way we may have now, very differently to the way we earn money, use money, even access money. But nonetheless, watching our parents and learning their views on money from a very early age would have provided us with our first teachings of money and what it means. And that's hard to swap out when it's all you've ever known. As with our parents, they would have created the same beliefs stemming from their childhoods and watching their parents. And so the cycle continues until it doesn't. You see, staying in the comfort zone can block the growth and abundance we so seek through fear, guilt, and even envy. But there is a way to break that cycle. The first step is the awareness as mentioned earlier. And once we are aware that we are being held back by our beliefs, we can work on proving to ourselves why this belief may be redundant at this point in our life or for the particular situation we are in right now. If I take the example I mentioned earlier about maths, that's a teenager talking A teen's experience with the conflict of not wanting to go to school perhaps, or just hating homework perhaps. But as an adult, making adult decisions to open and run a successful business, our situation now is different. The I found maths hard belief was relative to those teen years. But as a business owner, if you take a moment to reflect on the situation in life you find yourself in now, it's actually not about maths. Business is about a series of decisions you make about your business. Sure, I've got no problems saying that 1 plus 1 is a maths equation. But if you rewrite that script to read, if I invest $2,000 in this new software to improve the efficiencies in my business, I would anticipate that my profits will grow by 10% because of these efficiencies. It becomes about the business, the mindset, the conversation, Becomes about business, and we're not talking about maths anymore. There's no need to be afraid of maths anymore. We challenge the belief. And it's the same when it comes to understanding your financials and being active with them in your business as a business owner. Change the belief. For example, saying to ourselves, Okay, right now I can't do that, but I can learn how to do it. Change the script, change the narrative, create the positive grow your mindset. Or you could say, whilst it doesn't come natural to me now, this is something I know I can learn and get access to the right resources to do so. It's in the convincing and believing that we can actually break that cycle. But that step doesn't happen if you stay in that comfort zone where you're convinced that you're not good at maths and therefore numbers aren't your thing And therefore, the money side of your business needs to be handled by someone else. Danger. I can tell you right now, danger is in that mindset. And it's limited only by what you allow yourself to continue to believe. Now, whilst changing the script in our lives is a pretty powerful step to removing the blocks and improving our relationship with money, it's not all we can do to move those blocks or to move forward into growth and financial abundance. You see, it's in our nature to function better when we feel more in control. And this is the same with our mindset. So I would suggest starting with decluttering both physically and mentally as a great way to feel in control. Let's think about it. Clearing out all of those things that are holding you back. It may also mean tidying up any loose ends which might be holding you back. This, my friends, is going to create more space to let more in. Now, I include both physical and mental decluttering in this conversation because we can relate to the emotions attached to physically decluttering something and again, feeling in control. I know I certainly do when I clean out my wardrobe at home. I feel like I can see what I have now. I feel like there's this clarity so, the, the physical adjustment of decluttering or the physical task of decluttering my wardrobe has cleared space for me to see things differently. And it's the same mentally. But you have to remember that often feeling mentally cluttered is attributed to our physical environment too. So, something simple like an inbox clear out or a workspace cleanup can physically make a significant change whilst unconsciously decluttering us mentally and moving those blocks. Whenever I work with a client to improve, say, cash flow in their business, the first thing we tackle is their bank account. A declutter of sorts where we pick apart and deconstruct the tangled web of direct debits, payments, receipts, timings, fees, interest, costs in their business... And it's in this phase that there is a release of pressure of anything unknown to them. We kind of, you know, it's, it's a movement into a clear mindset that is filled with relevant information instead of irrelevant information to move to the next phase. And I find doing this particular process... You can actually see the change in the person when they all of a sudden know, see, and trust the information coming into their bank account, or they're taking steps to amend those that don't make sense to their business anymore. They declutter it. They move that block. They don't feel as though their bank account is just this cesspool of decisions that they just hope come out right in the end. So this clarity allows one to tie up those loose ends that may be occupying this headspace when it comes to the movement of cash in their business and not knowing what it's actually doing. It'll push us outside of our comfort zone in the process and convince our fixed mindset that, hey, you know what? We can grow and feel safe in this space. Another mindset shift that can strengthen your growth mindset And improve your relationship with money is to let your grudges go. Yep, we all have them. It may be a resentment to a choice you made with your money in the past, or even something you feel stuck to at the moment, a decision that you may have invested in that you feel stuck to at the moment. Let the grudge towards that choice go. And once you let it go, it will free your mindset up to allow clarity, For the correction to take place. And the correction allows movement forward, allows growth, improves your relationship with money. Grudges can keep us convinced that we just aren't good with money because we made one bad decision, or a couple of them if we're being honest. But to move forward, to grow, to change our situations, we can't be defined by that one error. Because at the time, We made the decision based on the information that was known to us and, of course, based on our beliefs. But we grow and we evolve from these moments if we allow ourselves to. It could be in age, literally, physical age or experience. So we should let the grudge go to give us the space to learn from it and use that power to make better decisions going forward. My favourite courses of action is to get intimate with your money. And I've said this before. It's a powerful moment when you get to spend time uncovering the truth about things like where your money goes, how you receive your money in, what you feel about receiving invoices into your business. It's a hard task to undertake because a lot of us don't want to know the truth of that. But it's in this reflection that you learn so much about yourself. And more importantly, The relationship you have with money. This is why so many business owners avoid budgeting or forecasting. Yes, I use the term avoid because frankly, I'm getting sick. I'm sorry to be so blunt, but I'm getting sick of hearing excuses about budgets not working for them or a business plan not turning out the way they'd hoped. In essence, a budget or a business plan, it's just numbers on a page. But you, my friend, are in control of the outcome of those budgets and those plans. No one else. And if they aren't working for you, that's actually on you. I'm sorry to sound so harsh, but don't blame the process. Once again, change the script. Instead of just throwing the budget or plan away and never doing one again because they don't work for you, learn how to do one that is going to work for you. It's so hard when I see so many businesses in Facebook groups asking for business plan templates. And the advice by so many is to just go grab a resource off a government website. They're really great resources. Go check them out. Now, these resources at their core are actually a great tool. I will say that. But they lull us into this trap of thinking that we need to fill in all the spaces provided. And then this becomes a mind game for most business owners because they're trying to make their ideas mold with a generic form. It becomes overwhelming, too hard. And then the purpose of the whole exercise gets lost. Instead, if you shift your mindset to understanding what you need from the resource, what you need from your plan and take back control, you can clearly pick and choose the elements that make sense to you from those templates. You may even add something new to the process. But you won't see this choice if you aren't opening your mind and moving those blocks, if you aren't understanding your truth with your business plan, money, or model. And you'll let it go. You'll let that opportunity be missed. The last process I wanted to offer up as an option when moving your blocks with money is to move your goals into reality. Essentially putting in place the exact plans needed to create the reality you desire. I'm not talking about sitting there and manifesting this. I'm talking about putting in place the exact plans. So what does this mean? As business owners, we know what revenue, income, sales we would like to make. We know what profit is desirable for us. For the most part, even if it's surface stuff, we've got an idea of what we want. But often we settle for missing the mark because we didn't write our goals into our reality or the plan failed us. (laughs) If we go back to the last example. So for example, to make the profit that you want, have you priced your products or services well enough to ensure that it covers all your costs of your business? Again, to make the profit that you want. It becomes the reality. Do you know how many units you need to sell to cover the costs required to then make the profit you need? Again, you're writing the script, you're writing the plan on units to be able to create the profit you want. You're not manifesting this stuff. You are creating the plan and moving that goal into reality. And further to this, have you a plan in place to sell that number of units? Again, with a plan to move your goal into reality. Those mind shifts, asking those questions... Moving your goals into reality and creating it, that will remove those blocks with money. That will create financial abundance. I get it. It's easy to get lost in the hit the ground running mentality when we go into business. So it's important if you really want to move your blocks, your money blocks, you need to do the work to identify them first. Then continue to do this work as your situation evolves. Thanks again for joining me today. Go forth, my friends, remove those blocks, create financial abundance in your business, and of course, make it count. And that's it, guys, for another episode of The Boring Shit You Need to Know About Business. I'm Amy Pachata, and I'll see you next time.